Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. I don't know why I lean forward. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. You lean forward, Ed, because you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, Yeah, maybe that's what it was. (laughs) Yeah, no. So I looked through the archives because I know we've been talking about this for a little while. We were like, let's let's get back together. Let's start doing this again because we've obviously been busy, and we're going to cover that. Um, Yeah, we've been. I looked at it. June fourteenth was our last release, which obviously that's the Army's birthday, in itself. Oh yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Oh, before we go any further, though, uh, today being the 6th of June, <laughs> it's yeah. a big day, big day in history, especially for guys yeah. like us. You want to tell them what it is? Today is the uh, the anniversary of the D-Day landings. It's the 77th, 77th, 77th anniversary. 77th. Heck yeah, yeah. man. Because I was there for 75, so 77th. Man, you've been in Germany for way too long. Oh, my goodness. No, <laughs> no, <Yeah>. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so it's it's good to be back. It's good to, to we, obviously, you and I, we've been sitting here talking since, oh, for about an hour, like we always do. And always then do. We finally decided, <laughs> finally decided to hit the, uh, the record button, man. Um, what we're going to do here, those of you listening and watching, because if you see, uh, those of you who want to watch us on YouTube, I'll make sure I put a link to the uh, YouTube uh, video. But we're able to record in uh, not only audio, but also video now through uh, Zencaster. Zencaster is one great system. Um, I'm not like advertising for them, but it's amazing. I don't know how long we we're going to get to do this for like this. Yeah. I don't know how long we'll get to do this. Uh, however, we... We're going to try it out for a little bit and see if it works. And if people like it, we keep going with it. Um, so we've been on hiatus for a year. We've decided, yeah. hey, we're going to kind of change things a little bit. Previously, our episodes would go two hours sometimes, and it would take me forever to edit. And I'm like, man, this is going to take forever. <laughs> um, so we changed the format a little bit. We're going to try to keep all episodes to about an hour. Um, and we're going to add some things in. We want to start doing some good news stories uh, that relate to the topic coming into it. Um, Ed, okay. what you got for him? Anything? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think the new format will be exciting. Um, I'm a I'm a glass half empty kind of guy, though. I don't know about the hour. Uh, we'll see. I just know when we get on here, sometimes uh, you and I get the rambling over long, and I just feel like that we're going to exceed the hour. We might be able to keep it under the two hours, but. I don't think the hour is going to be as strict as we would like. <laughs> Expectation management, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, with that, we mentioned we've been we've been away from we have recorded. So I will say this to the audience: we have recorded since June fourteenth. Uh, there was probably so the last episode we released was seventy eight because this is going to be seventy nine. Um, I've probably got about six or seven episodes that got to be, uh, edited and and released. And I'm going to do that. Uh, but we just want to get this fresh start. Uh, we've recorded because, and we've recorded, uh, while I was away, while you was away doing something. I mean, we've done a lot of different things, but we're going to go over that. But let's, uh, so we talked about Ed, we're going to start doing this good news story. 
do you want to do you want to do yours first or me go first? Well, so it's it, it it it's not necessarily a good news story, but it is interesting. So here's the thing, right? So we just had uh, Memorial Day, and <clears throat> one of my favorite films is Black Hawk Down, although it's not completely historically accurate. But so something I've always associated. So I was in the military during the, that period in 1993 and actually was slotted to go to Mogadishu. Um, but I didn't understand at the time. I thought that, you know, this guy went there to kind of set the groundwork for us to come, but he was actually tasked. So what was going on is if you remember black Hawk down 10th mountains, there, SOCOM is there a special operations command, right? They weren't right. necessarily communicating and working well together as a team. So they tasked 10th Mountain to provide a uh, LNO, a liaison officer, to go there. But they said, but well, he has to have a ranger tab in order for SOCOM to kind of buy into this. Well, that guy was my executive officer uh, when I was in Fort Drum at the time, Lieutenant Breen. So I couldn't remember this guy's name. So this this holiday, I was you know watching a movie, and I said, let me look this guy up. You know, social media, although not always great, it's a good time waster, but it is can be excellent. It can have some excellent effects. So I found yeah. him. I found his first name, right? And he actually, during this period of Black Hawk Down, he leads the Malaysian forces, the United Nations part of the uh, the Malaysian part of the United Nations, when they go into the crash site to pull these guys out. Uh, when after the Blackhawks have gone down, so he is in charge right. of the Malaysians. I I didn't I didn't know this right. So then, social media again went on old LinkedIn and and hit him up. You know, add him as a connection. And next thing you know, he opens up a dialogue, and we kind of went back and forth. And he's like, "Man, this is amazing!" Like, you know, so just kind of a good news story on my side that I had that connection. Yeah. I don't know why I, I just could not let this guy like fall out my brain here. I remember President Clinton coming to drum. Uh, to see him, yeah, didn't understand it because I was a private and I wasn't all in on the military. I didn't understand it was because he was giving him the bronze star with valor for combat. So that's what all that was. I thought he was just happy wow. to be there and had a ranger scroll on, but no, he was part of the recovery effort uh, during that. And uh, there's a podcast that I heard him on. It's like an um, it's like an action sport. I'm gonna look it up right now as people can see. Because, I mean, I just want to give them their kind of – so I, I listened to an episode he was on um, on this podcast that I'm not going to find now, of course. But it was, what was the name of that thing on podcast? But um, so anyway, I had to find it. But I listened to him on there, and his story was pretty good. I can't remember the name of the podcast. I'm sorry you know, to the listeners. But, yeah, so no. that was kind of my good news story as a military history guy to kind of find this connection and make a connection with him. And, uh, and he said that my LinkedIn was very good. He hardly could tell I was still military by the language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You doctored it up. Right. You know, man, it would be good if we could get him on. That'd be nice. He might want to talk to us. Idea. Tell us some... Yeah. Not the a outside idea at edge. All. Man, that's... The podcast is the, the outside, outside edge. Yeah. yeah. Episode yeah. 48 features army ranger, captain John Breen. So yeah, interesting. Let me let me put it on the white my whiteboard. I see here the the outside edge. Edge, yeah. And you said episode forty eight. Forty eight, yeah. And it was their right, Memorial cool. Day episode. That's why they had them in there. So yeah, it was pretty cool. 
Nice, man. That's awesome, dude. Hey, now I feel, I mean, so the show title, Welcome Back. I got back. a quick question, man. I, I got a real quick yeah, question. So we're doing video now. Um, and just, I don't know what's water etiquette on video. Like, can I just drink water? Do I need to like duck off the screen to do it? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> is there, is uh, there a rule? Um, if you were the staff meeting, you would know uh, you can drink at any time. Okay. This show, this episode is brought to you by the Crackle. Uh, I'm drinking from my Crackle cup. Uh, thank you very much. Do you remember who gave us? Do you have one of these? I I don't have one of those. You don't have this one? I don't have any of them. The, no, it's got Crackle. What? I wasn't. I wasn't. You spent as much time there as I did. The only way I was going to yeah. get one to no. go back to my Maryland ways and five finger discount it, and I wasn't going to do that. So. <laughs> Hey, Corral gave this to us. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, then yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, I I it's funny. You you it's like we're we're not used to this video thing yet. So and I see a lot of podcasters are doing it, and I'm like, yeah, let's try it out. Um, I really don't care when we do stuff. I mean, it's it's called being human, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean there have been episodes we've recorded where I ate dinner as well. Probably going to refrain from doing that while we're doing video though, but I have done it in the past. Probably. I always knew it because yeah, I'd always have to, I'd always have to edit. Like when I would editing, I'd be like, Oh, this is where he's eating dinner because what would happen is, is I'd ask you a question. A minute would roll by and I'm like, okay, is it, hey, Ed, are you still there? And then you'd hear yeah. the click of your microphone muting. And then and then you can kind of hear there's still food in your mouth and you're trying to answer. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, yeah this dude just ate dinner. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, there's a, time, yeah. there's a time difference here. And it's even worse now. This is worse than when you were in Korea, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because hey, I was closer to you in Korea. Yeah. I think this is... Uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm, uh, I want to say I'm eight hours behind you right now. So yeah. it's eight fifteen in the morning here. It's what time 16, there? Sixteen fifteen. Sixteen fifteen. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's a bit of time difference. Yeah. Um, so, but we're gonna try to make <laughs> this work. We'll see what we can do. What is your good news? No, I just want to. Before we talk, before we talk about my good news story, what I was running, like you know, we talked about what what. The, the good news stories are going to be like really related to the topic of the show. It was a, it's called welcome back is the story. And it's funny. It's kind of like, welcome back to that connection. Your story to me was like, yeah. welcome back to that connection with an, a, someone. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I like that. Uh, man, it kind of gives me goosebumps, you know, um, <laughs> mine, you're not going to so much. You're not going to so much like, cause I know how you are. I know you're a fitness guy. You love fitness. Um, I mean, and I, I also, I think it's funny how we've, we've literally coordinated outfits. I mentioned it earlier, the both of us wearing our, uh, Dwayne Johnson <laughs> gear, <laughs> both wearing Dwayne Johnson. Cause we're both huge <laughs> fans of him. Um, which funny, yeah. I, I just, the dude fascinates me. I can't wait. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, where he goes with all the stuff he does. I mean, it's just, the guy is unbelievable i follow him on everything instagram <laughs> twitter facebook everything you know um no so mine is mine's regarding fitness and you know we've dealt with this covid thing now for over a year things have gone from you know 
basically shut down, shut down. Like you all got shut down in Germany. We didn't, we oh, got yeah. shut down here, but it was a weird shutdown. It was like a partial. And I think that's why America kind of got, you know, kind of, uh, it took a while to start doing a lot of the stuff. Um, <clears throat> so basically shut down wise, I would say we, uh, we went through this whole period of things that things went good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Um, fitness. A lot of people had to start working out at home and doing stuff like that. Um, but they started opening things up again. Uh, and I'm, a, I'm big into CrossFit, but also gyms just in general are great. Uh, the fact that they're opening up these <laughs> mm-hmm. facilities again. That's my good news story. Um, with it is, I love what I said, the CrossFit earlier, the CrossFit games. Um, this is a big, this is a big thing. And what they did was, is in Wisconsin, uh, where they actually hold the games, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, is where they're doing it again this year. That that particular county, they've had such a high number of vaccinations and a, a, an astonishing high number. They're opening up the whole county, everything. People are coming in and they're going to have live events again. So uh, the past two weekends, Michelle and I have been glued to the TV through the weekend. They've had the <laughs> uh, the, the semifinals qualifiers that get people to the games in uh end of july yeah uh the last Mm -hmm. week of july but they're going to open it up and they're going to have fans again to me that's a good news story because it's like we've gone through this like this little dark era of of like no socialization no coming together no none of that stuff we're coming out of that and we're starting to see to me Mm -hmm. welcome back welcome back to life as it should be uh, where we can connect and we can socialize and we can be with one another because nothing, let me tell you something. You may, you like it a little bit like I do where you can just go into a little gym and work out by yourself and not be bothered. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but at the nice. same time, sometimes seeing that person beside you doing a rep on something, you're like, I could do that. That feels good. Like, and then you go and do it. And then you have those endorphins because you felt great about it. Those are the things we've missed. That that social or maybe somebody come over to you, tapping you on the shoulder and say, Hey man, you might spot me on this. Like you miss that stuff, you know? Versus yeah, yeah. just yeah. grinding it out by yourself. <laughs> so that's my good news story, is is the fact that we can do that again. I, I think it's gonna take a little while to get back to the, you know, patting on the shoulder, like because we've been on guard, right? Like we've been on guard about people. And I think, you know, the same thing, you know, I was just listening to somebody talking about, do you think the handshake will ever come back? I think it will, but it's going to take some time Mm -hmm. and get used to it. I'm going to tell you, listen, I do a lot of uh, traveling and I do a lot of interactions with some of these, uh, these other countries and um, uh, embassies and, and their host nation militaries. And I got to tell you, some of them, they, they, they were going to put their hand out. And for me, because I know I represent the United States interest in that area. I, I shake their hand. Right. I'm, I'm going to go to the car yeah. and, you know, hand sanitize. And, but I'm not going to not shake their hand. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I assume some risk yeah. now, you know, vaccines and all that other stuff. But some of them, they just, you know, they, they put that thing out there. And then I think it's going to be a while, though, because the other thing is I think we as humans, I think that human contact is important. That that touching, I think it's oh, yeah. important. That's why the handshake is so important. I think that's why it's going to make its comeback. It's really crazy. We're talking about a handshake making mm-hmm. a comeback, but I, I think 
you know, maybe not the good game. The good game might be gone Pause. forever. But yeah, high five, you know, these <laughs> other things. I'm so sick yeah. of this. Like, I'm so sick of because people don't want to shake hands, so they're this. And I'm like, you're literally still touching me. Like, this and this, you know, it's not that far apart, really. Like, let's be honest. Or this. This is the other one. This is yeah. the army one we like yeah. to do, right? Hey, all right. Listen, I got a bad elbow. Oh, the, the elbow smashing bump? me. Like, yeah. So it's just, um, yeah, it's interesting. I think the gym won't yeah. be the same for a little while. Um, but it, it will eventually. You know, here, I don't know about y'all's gyms, but the military yeah. gyms, so they, they justified them as mission essential. So they were shut down the first round, and then everything started to kind of start opening up. And then when they shut down again, they justified to the Germans that, like, these guys yeah. have to stay in shape. Like, these gyms are actually mission essential. So they kept them open. But right. I had to buy my – you couldn't have ropes. You had to buy your own ropes. You had to buy your own handles. You had, you had bars and stuff, but that was kind of the limit. Like, anything for the, like, cables, you, you had to get your own. So now I have all these things that I had to buy to get a good workout. But, yeah, so, I mean, we kind of have had the gym the whole time. Uh, it is nice to walk in there now and not have to wear a mask and just go, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> hey, uh, they they see, and that was weird here because uh, in Carson, when I was there, they didn't have that stuff open. They literally just opened it up the past couple of months. I um, mean, mm. it's, and it's insane. Um, but yeah, totally. And it's just, it's that idea of welcome back, man, you know, like welcome back to this. And you know, when you said something about the handshake, it brought two things to mind. Uh, one of the things that brought to mind was the, you know, Simon Sinek talks about, you know, Hey, we have to have human connection. Right. And mm-hmm. we've talked about that throughout, you know, uh, start with why or, uh, leaders eat last, all that stuff. And he even talks about in his videos, like, hey, we have to have that connection. And that, yeah. and what that does is the second thing I was going to bring up is we often can, we not, I wouldn't say judge character, but we can get a feel for someone through an introduction and a handshake. You oh, know what yes. I mean? Like you, when you, when you shake someone's head, you can tell, and it's nice to have that, you know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's just, it just feels good. Uh, but that was, that was my good news story is really the fact that we're actually, we're starting to congregate in large numbers and stuff like that. Uh, but today's show, Welcome Back, is about our welcome back one to one another and to the audience to the show. Big, like the fact hug. that we're, uh, okay, got it. I, I'm going to hug my mic there. Yeah. But it's the idea that we're back on and recording and we're doing some things. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of, we're going to kind of go through the timeline. Uh, I actually wrote on my whiteboard right here beside me and I oh. love it. Now I have a whiteboard. I'm actually, I'm, a, I'm okay. at a standing desk so I can stand up and I feel like, I feel like an instructor again, you know? Um, but I got my standing <laughs> desk right here. I got yeah, but you're not saying, uh. and I'm <laughs> yeah, not as much anymore. Right. Uh, they, they've, they've kind of yeah. weeded that out. Uh, but on there I put, I put a full year, June to June, and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, June to June, we we did some recording in there, but we didn't release anything. So what has happened from June to June? And I like to kind of like us to kind of go through and just look back at the stuff that's taken place to let people know, hey, this is the reason we had a lot of things that happened and between the both of us, and it just it wasn't meshing uh, and we weren't able to record. 
and we didn't release anything, but we felt like this is the right time. This time is now let's do yeah. it. Let's get things back out there. So let's start off. Let's go, let's go all the way back June, June of oh, last wow. year. Do you remember anything that happened to you last year at June? So last June, I do. I had a birthday, uh, but that was before we stopped recording. Anyway, post post recording. So, you know, COVID hits um, in March-ish here. Everything goes into the lockdown, like March or April, March, into March. Mm-hmm. And June is when they first started allowing official travel for us to conduct um, our TDYs in support of exercises that were going to happen in Europe. And so the first one I did was to Athens and Alexandropoli, Greece in June. So that was, that was weird right. because a lot of bumping into yourself, like you had to, you know, oh, we got to get a test, but the test has to be 72 hours before you leave. Well, how am I going to do that? Like, where do I even get this test at? You know, we were still figuring things out. It was so weird. Um, and then, mm-hmm. oh, you need a health certificate signed by a doctor. Well, who's going to sign that? Well, there's a Colonel, you know, the, the surgeon, he's going to sign that. So, you got to go, okay, figure it out. So a lot of my June was taken up trying to get out the door for this trip because the unit we were planning for was going to arrive within two weeks of we, us conducting that trip. And, you know, it's essential these trips to provide support for a unit that comes to Europe from the United States. I can't remember. It was 101. It was the 101st came. So, yeah, that my June was really jam-packed with, like, work stuff getting ready for uh, for that. Yeah. And and it's, I mean, you're kind of going through that again now, obviously we talked about before. Uh, I want to reverse though. You said something about a birthday. You just had yeah. a birthday, man. How old are you now, man? 40, I'll think 83? you did not ask me that question. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Are, you, are you in your late eighties or? Probably 49. Are you? I'm 49. Yeah. Are you really? 40, I turned 49 three days ago. So, yeah, I am proud to be 49. Goes back to that gym thing to you me, talked to about. To me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you make 40s look like 30s. I'm just saying. Oh, so, good job, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I, I, I really didn't. I didn't know how old you were. And I was like, man, I wonder how old that is. Because I'm in my 40s now, too. And I'm like, oh, man, it sucks. So, it's cool. Um, yeah. So let's go back June, June, June. So I was still at Carson at the time uh, and I was ramping up. That was uh, at the the end of June. I was ramping up to go on my fifth deployment to Afghanistan uh, with my commander who I want to talk a little. I'll talk a little bit about him in a little bit when we get into the July through uh, October. Uh, But it was really like everything was just like shut down. I actually during June, I think I got quarantined uh, because so we were working on a, <clears throat> it was my first time I got quarantined ever. Uh, so we were working on the ramp up to go and I had people come in my office one day and come to find out that same, there was a young lady that was in the office with her boss and another one that had gotten COVID mm. and it got me quarantined because they were doing like, they were playing this trace game. Like if you were within a certain distance of them for 15 minutes, which we were, then you yeah. automatically went into a 14 day, no matter what. So we were, I want to say in June, <clears throat> Michelle, I, and the kids, we were like bunk hunkered up at our house. <laughs> uh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. One, we had amazing neighbors. Uh, our neighbors would just like drop stuff off on the doorstep if we needed it. Um, 
And we also, you know, here in the States, I do love the fact that you can order stuff online and they deliver it to your house to include your groceries. So uh, that helped out. So June was like our experience. Yes. Um, We're moving a little on. We're going to go through July. Do you have anything that happened like that summer? So, and we can do this chunks at a time. We can go July through whatever. I mean, it's up to you, man. I mean, Uh, I'm not not great on dates and times. So um, at this point, so I'm going to talk a little bit later maybe about, um, so there's a great big exercise that they do here in Europe and you can find out about it. It's actually happening right now. So it's open source, not, Anything you yeah. know, people shouldn't know about, but it's called the um, Defender Europe Exercise Twenty One, and right. this was major planning, lots of stuff. So we're talking about like soldiers from the. It basically is the United States coming over here, soldiers from the U.S. coming over here, training with soldiers in Europe as well as partner nation soldiers across Southern Europe. So a lot of the coordination for logistic support, such as food and shelter, and bus transportation from the airport when they arrive to where they're going to be staying at. That's all stuff I coordinate. So this is like July was major planning and getting the documentation ready for that. Um, Long days, you know, really driving that because we were going to start doing the actual trips for it in August where we go and we meet with these countries and we validate what they can give us and what we need to contract and what we have that we could do with a green suit asset. So a soldier, Right. Um, so July was July was probably one of my busiest months as far as planning here. And oh, by the way, first time I really was lead on anything. So I was still learning myself going, uh, OK, yeah, no, that makes sense to me, too. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it was uh, very uh, active doing the planning and, and working through that. Right. Well, I would I mean, that, to me, from from what we've discussed, it seems like. It almost seems like a, it's like a nightmare, like the planning and getting everything yeah. you need done. Um, and I mean, you're a small office of what, three or four? Uh, two military, two GS or two. So four you know, people. Civ- civilians. And we're talking <laughs> and two local multi, multi-million dollar like training exercises probably with like, you know, uh, just tons of different entities yeah. that are going to be a part of it, units, organizations, you know, just lots of things are going on. And it's like, how do you keep all your ducks in a row? You there? Thank you. Oh, there you are. You were frozen. <laughs> oh. All right, we're good. Oh, not, we're back on. Not cool. Not cool frozen, but like frozen. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a lot of planning, man. There's a lot of stuff. And and the, my thing with it, and I and really, so it's my, it's the bane of my existence. No, it's the biggest challenge, but at the same time, it's the most gratifying part of the job is I am planning for, you know, Joe Schmugatelli, who's coming from Florida National Guard, and I need to make sure he has everything he needs to be, you know, a place to sleep, a place to eat, a place mm-hmm. to, you know do his business, a place to shower. I got to make sure those things are planned. I got to make sure I can get his bags and him from the airport, wherever they're coming in to his training area. And so, you know, these people I've never met in my life before, they're depending on me and then they're going to, they're going to benefit from what I've done, the work that I've done. And it's not just me, believe me, it's about eight to 10 man team of planners that I work with. Um, But they're going to benefit from everything we've done and never know, 
like who's the behind the scenes person you know i'm i'm a unit not a person in that in that sense yeah no and that's and that's what i was getting at. like it, it can be it can be quite tedious in its in itself um so as you can see audience as, as we talk through this that's that's what i'm getting at. It's like there are a lot of things that have taken place behind the scenes actually our real life and that's partly mm-hmm. why we're we're yeah. haven't recorded it so long uh i i i would jump for me i would jump july through october july through october was uh i would just straight just 100 miles an hour not stop we uh myself and my commander we flew out july 4th of last year we, <laughs> we were flying over overseas to go to afghanistan uh last year when uh, that that started that kicked off my fifth deployment, but the thing is, it wasn't as long as all my other ones uh, because I actually came back in October. So I left July, came back in October, um, and I learned a lot of things. Uh, I mentioned uh, my previous commander, uh, Major Blair Anthony, is his name. So we're not gonna. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Probably uh, Blair is. Uh, I would tell you one of the greatest human beings I've ever met when it comes to officers, mission officers. No, I'm dead serious. Um, yeah, like. This dude would give you the shirt off his back. He just and, and the funny thing was is and I even told this when I did my uh, just recently I did uh, my change of responsibilities. Um, we're flying, we're flying there, and he's just talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. And I'm like, I just want to relax. Uh, and I'll tell you why in just a minute why I want to relax. However, I want to relax because I, I need his, you know, just to kind of whatever. So what did I do? I got these Bluetooth headphones. I pull them out. I put them up. He's talking to me as I'm doing this. He's literally, I put them on my head <laughs> and then I just sit there. And this dude doesn't, you know, I don't, but he thinks I turn on music or whatever. I didn't have anything on. I just wanted him to stop talking to me, you know? So, uh, and he got the point, whatever. Um, but what had happened was four days prior, at four days prior for me flying out, I was doing farmer's carries and I was trying to do like, uh, like I was, launching off like sprinting mm-hmm. with farmer's carries but i was doing like 40 pound in each hand kettlebells uh i was just practicing for acft type stuff and i pulled my right calf and i i still think i did some damage i don't know what it did my calf we're on the plane my calf from right below my knee on the backside all the way down to my basically my achilles was black and blue all the way down through so i had messed something up real bad so i was in the most pain. I'd never done something like that before. I didn't know what a pulled muscle was. Mm. But when I what happened was when I was running, there were some kids behind me. I was running and all of a sudden I thought, who the heck, who the heck just hit me with a rock? Like it felt like somebody took a rock and threw it as hard as they could and just and it hit. And then I was hobbling. Uh, I spent four days. I didn't tell anybody about it. I spent four days, like literally, if I wanted to go to my neighbor's houses and stuff, on a sco- one of my kids' scooters. I would just stand on the scooter and just scoot, you know, like those little two wheels. <laughs> oh, not like man. the scooter you had for years that I wish I had. <laughs> yeah, and icing the crap out of my leg, man. So that happened. I was definitely in the dumps. But then we and then we get to Afghanistan, and you know, you've been there before. As a matter of fact, it was the last place you and I were at back in Bahrain. Huh. Um, everywhere you walk, we walked everywhere. Right. And so here I'm, he's walking with me every, cause we stay together. We were tied to the hips. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm hobbling everywhere and I'm trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to show weakness and all that stuff, but I, bro, 
I was hurt. Um, <laughs> but we had a great – the good thing is we had a great team that went out there. That were they From day one, they started crushing it, right? They started doing their job like they're supposed to. Now, do we have hiccups here and there? Yeah, that's what happens. Like when you, when you yeah. transition into something new, you have those hiccups. However – it was uh, it was definitely something that kind of taught me something new, and uh, I I learned a lot from these some of the kids. But at the same time, it's like I know how this works. I've done this before. I know where mm-hmm. we're going with certain things. So I felt comfortable. I felt really comfortable, and I think that's uh, that kind of is what got me through that. We recorded. I want to say it during that time frame. I think we recorded twice. Maybe I do I don't remember. Know I remember. Twice. I actually remember you being hurt, and I probably made fun of you for doing CrossFit. And then, um, yeah, and I, I, I know we recorded. I don't know how many times. Listen, man, 49, 49. I don't remember. I remember we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and we did. We did a couple. Um, but I think part of the problem was I didn't. I had like really sketchy internet because I, I want to say there was one day we recorded. And we maybe got through five minutes and then the internet just died yeah. and we couldn't anymore. I was like, well, I guess I'm done. And I couldn't even reply to you because the internet was out. So, yeah. uh, so it made it sketchy. So we kind of put it on hiatus during that time frame. Plus, I mean, while I was there, it, it wasn't like I wouldn't do 18 hour days and then go and do something else and then have to go back in, you know, four hours later, you know, stuff like that. So it was definitely my time frame or my timeline was not conducive to doing the show, you know? Um, but I, then we got back to in October, man. Uh, yeah, where were you? Uh, what, what do you think you were doing around the uh, November, December time frame, brother? Oh, well, uh, first let me tell you what we were doing more in October. <laughs> uh, I got evicted sort of. So what oh, happened? That's right. Yeah. So we were living in a house and our landlords were like, we're going to sell the house. But the new owner said, don't worry about it. We're not going to move in until 2022. You guys will be gone. Won't be an issue. And so they move, they, they buy the house. So they buy the house and, uh, I mean, the ink wasn't even dry yet, man. They weren't even registered as the homeowners in the village yet. And uh, they came to our house with our property manager to tell us, yeah, so we want to we wanna move in. And uh, you guys got 90 days. Yeah, so now here, here's where the real dilemma happens. So now we have to find a place. We got 90 days to do this. Oh, by the way, I'm about a year from leaving Germany at this point. So when you tell your landlord, yeah, you know, your, you know, your prospective landlord, oh yeah, we want to move here. You know, well, how much time do you have left? Well, a year. Uh, no, this is a problem. Uh, this is not long enough for us. Uh, so we got lucky. So one, I, I, I do paperwork for an extension. So we requested to be extended here another year. And at about the same time, just before this comes in, the, the extension comes in approved, which is good. But before it does, we meet the people in the house we're in now. And luckily for us, they never asked the question. They never said, well, how much time do you have left? And so we didn't provide full disclosure, but I was pretty confident we'd get our extension. So then the extension gets signed. Now we are here for two years. So we have to move. So, oh, by the way, if you didn't know, the military does not move you. You move you or you pay to move you. Military covers none of it. Because I was already here 
regardless of what the scenario yeah. was that led to me having to move, they didn't care. So now I got to find movers. Luckily, my barber, I, I always love my barbers. My barber's husband owned a yeah. moving business and moved us and gave us a pretty steep discount to do this. So uh, we moved and then now we're in this great house. We love this house. Uh, so, yeah, so I have moved since we last officially recorded and released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hey, that, and to me, all I kept thinking was, because, and I kept, I would see this stuff, and I, I think I had sent you a message here and there uh, about it at the time, but all I kept thinking is like, man, you're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to make a move during the, like, and weren't you guys shut down during, like, all of yeah. Germany was, like, shut down? Oh, yeah, like, we were I'm shut thinking, down. <laughs> I'm like, how is my dude gonna get moved, man? Like, this this, this is insane. Uh, yeah. And then on top of it, was was uh, Tammy was back to work, right? Or was was she no, getting ready to have before, the operation? No, it was before the operation. So yeah, she was still working. Yeah. So I had to take leave. I took like two weeks leave to kind of get prepped and to move some of the smaller stuff myself to save money on the move, cost of the move, and so me and the right. and the patent, me and the poodle moved a bunch of stuff in our car and. uh you know, we don't, I don't have my truck here. So we're just moving in my wife's little Honda HRV as much as we could back and forth. So, I mean, it, it worked out. Like it worked out. Man. We got fantastic neighbors, uh, German neighbors, uh, just the nicest yeah. people. Um, so it, it's worked out pretty well. But yeah, it was, it was a, that's a lot of stress. And uh, I really had to use my resilient skills that we've learned through the military. During that time, man, because I wanted to like explode when they told us, "Yeah, we'd like to move in now." Like I drive by their house now, and I'm pretty sure I still go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the tradition of leaving dog poop in a flaming bag (laughs) on your porch. (laughs) Yeah, eggs, eggs are eggs are more than just scrambled. They also go on the side of your house. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So. If there wasn't a TP, if there wasn't a COVID TP shortage, we'd roll your house. But there was a shortage. There's a shortage. <laughs> I need this TP. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I so. mean, but that that's but doesn't that during the winter time mm. that you had to do that Not move? Yet. Not yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh it was it September. Was okay. Okay. September we moved. I think. Oh, yeah, I think okay. I got you. I got you. But yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I'm also during this time. So in August, September, and October, I go to Hungary, Austria, Croatia, and um, Albania. So I'm also going on trips for work in the midst of trying to do this move to figure everything out. Thank goodness for my my yeah. angel of a wife coordinating most of it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to like oh, move yeah. things around this thing, and it's like, oh man, you're killing me right now. <laughs> Yeah. 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 That's insane, man. That's, I mean, that's a headache in itself. But once again, that testifies to our timeline and how things just kind of got jumbled up and we were like, crap, oh, we, can't, man, it was rough. we can't do anything right now, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I would tell you in uh, October, the end of October or middle way through October, uh, I got hit with COVID, man. Like I got hit hard. Um, I, I, I got it. I don't know where I got it from because we had just gotten back. I was back not even a week. Um, I was doing our reverse SRP. Uh, basically for those of you who don't know what that is, it listens, basically it's kind of like your reintegration to America and the way things are. And I got COVID man. And let me tell you something, nothing has ever made me feel that sick ever. 
My wife has been married mm. to me for just over 15 years. 15 years. Bless her I've heart. I've never seen you sick like this ever. Um, yeah. Oh, bless her heart. Oh, bless her heart because <laughs> the 15 years. Yeah. Um, I spent I spent a week in bed uh, in our master bedroom, which has a, it had a bathroom right there off the side. So basically, the door was closed. I had no interaction with my wife, my children. My wife would come up; she'd be wearing masks, gloves, everything. <laughs> Give me some food or something if I needed something to eat. Um, but uh, we're talking like twenty four hours a day for almost seven days of, in a week that I had a temperature higher than a hundred. Uh, I was just, I mean, just going Ooh. through it, bro. I was, I'd never, I'd never, but it wasn't just the temperature though. My body ached all over. Um, I got a real bad sore throat. So like I couldn't even eat like real foods. It turned into stuff that was like mushable. Like I'd try to eat banana or I would eat like popsicles, or, you know, just mm. things that would make my throat. But, and that's where I, I can't, I want to transition into that is that was just to me, that was like a time period that I couldn't do anything. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything. I literally <laughs> didn't. I just laid there yeah. in bed and I'd left the TV on. Um, and it was, and it sucked. And it kind of, it kind of makes me look back as like, you know, this is vaccination thing and all this stuff. And people talk bad about it and good about all this stuff. And I was like, all I kept thinking in my mind, and I told this to some of my soldiers to ask me, they would ask, Hey, what do you think about the vaccination? I'd be like, I'm getting it. And they'd be like, why? I said, I know what COVID's like. And it sucked. I I <laughs> felt like I was gonna die for a week. I don't want that again. I, I'll I'll keep getting it. I don't care. Um, but that was my my way to relate to people. And and some people they didn't, oh well, it's not real. Because some people have like they would test positive, but they wouldn't be as sick. And I, yeah. I'm like, no, I got sick, bro. I like straight up, I've never felt that sick in my life. I lo- I guarantee I lost 15 pounds. Because I couldn't eat and couldn't do anything, so uh, that was a tough that was a tough point for me. Um, and then we had a lot of travel ban stuff. So one of the big things in December is we've always, I since I've been with my wife, we have always gone home for Christmas every year, no matter yeah. what. Um, it's always been a thing. This was the last year was the first year we didn't. We actually did the we stayed in Colorado uh, and we did our own little family Christmas. Um, and that was the very first time we'd ever done that. So it was like a whole new experience for us because we're so used to, um, Michelle still cooked a huge spread. I mean, it was amazing. (laughs) And I'm like, I felt like I had still been, but it was just weird, you know, going through that because you know, how lives had to change with that. Um, we're going to jump forward. I want to go into January, January, something big happened for you. What happened in January, my man? What happened in January? Isn't that when you, no, am I wrong? Didn't you get pinned? Oh, in January? Uh, yeah. I, well, I want to go back to your Christmas thing first. Uh, oh, go right ahead, brother. November, as we've talked about before on the show, is the annual Haley sibling Thanksgiving throwdown. Oh. And because of COVID, guess who didn't go for the first time? So I have not gone before, but usually when we, one of us doesn't attend this, it's because one of us is deployed. Or uh, the year my brother, he got married in October. And as we all know, weddings, super expensive, you know, so it wasn't feasible. But yeah. usually, like, yeah. we're there. And uh, we we had tickets. Right. We had airline tickets and everything. Yeah, no, that got nixed because COVID got us, so we couldn't. Um, and then another good thing to happen to us in November is one of our fans, uh, Sarah, came in November. And we uh, spent Thanksgiving with Sarah here. 
Skype called with my family and, and had some adult beverages and, but yeah, so kind of like yeah. your Christmas thing, man. Like it was really weird too to not have the family. Uh, but I will be back next Thanksgiving yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yes, yeah, man. So I finally, I after imagine. waiting, uh, after waiting forever for my number to come up, uh, I got promoted one January, which is also funny because I became a non-commissioned officer on one January, 2005. So my first promotion as an NCO was one January and my last will be at one January. Uh, So yeah. And even that was last. Oh yeah. Uh, Even that was weird though, because I mean, I did the live stream and then I have, I used the GoPro, but I had some connection connectivity errors there. Because where I'm at, I, you got to have a signal to <laughs> yeah, use the GoPro. <laughs> and then, so I lost that. Um, you know, the people in attendance, it wasn't a lot. But, I mean, I was fortunate. Uh, you know, of course, my wife. And, you know, I, I have a very small group. And then I had, like, I don't even remember, but, like, 200 chicken wings for, like, six people. Um, <laughs> because one of the guys here locally... Yeah, yeah, one of the guys here that we met since we've been here and and become you know friends with, he runs the wing spot that's on um, the bases here, as well as off post, and he catered yeah. for us. So yeah, I had like two hundred plus boneless <laughs> wings, salad to feed a bunch of people, and it was like six of us. But and I also got a coin yeah, from the yeah. AFES. The AFESAR major gave me a coin, so that was also a good story for me. But yes, I did get promoted. Finally, the master Sergeant Brian. So then you got promoted I know, again too. I was so, so excited. Now, we were we were we were neck and neck. No, we I didn't. Both no. eights, but now yeah. you're gonna pass me again. Yeah. <laughs> you no, can have. No, I didn't get promoted. I, I still have to. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Yeah. So that takes. And you reminded me of that. That's Jane. That's December because I yeah, found out see? December you got promoted. Oh man. See, and that's. The time, how things are going. Yeah. Um, it just got away from I us. I can't yeah. say it. I can't say it enough, like how I was I was happy. And I even saved the date. Everything had a reminder, all this stuff. I wanted to watch your promotion. I want to be a part of it. I want to say thank you. Congratulations. All that stuff. Like, I can't believe this. And I was stuck in a meeting <laughs> during uh, your promotion. So yeah, it, yep, no, so that there whole it thing was. was a battle in resilience, yeah. brother. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, and I watched it because I get. I, just, I remember watching like the the parts of like you're standing there, you're checking the cameras, you're moving around, you're doing all that stuff. I'm like, man, that's a lot of preparation to be live, uh, live Facebook feed or recorded feed. And I was like, hey, hey, good stuff, man. But I was so I was I'll put it this way: I was happy, I was extremely happy. Like I felt as happy you promoted as when I get promoted. That's just I thought it was amazing, dude. Uh, I mean, it so, was. Uh... It was a good feeling. It was good to have my wife. As long as my wife was there, that was the biggest thing for me. Um, and then, so the yeah. reason there wasn't anybody really in attendance is there was some snow that day, and everybody had early release for work. And this is the guidance they were given. Uh, Master or sorry, Haley is being promoted at thirteen hundred. If you want to stick around, or you can go home for the day because the snow's coming in. Well, what do you think they're going to choose? <laughs> <laughs> But luckily, well, obviously they're going to choose. Yeah, luckily, they're going to choose you know, to go home. I had a few that stuck it out for me, a few good ones, and and uh, and then of course the wife on, on who was fresh. Oh, by the way, yeah. 
December again. December 23rd, my wife has, or December 19th, my wife has knee replacement surgery. Uh, yes. Oh, by the way, we did not know because of COVID, no visitors. They didn't care what your relationship was. So I literally dropped her off at the front door of the hospital and she went in and had surgery. And then I would bring bags to the front desk to drop off her like snacks or, you know, I think I took her subway one day or something. So yeah. when I get promoted on for one January, my wife is still on fresh on crutches, still hobbling around. She was off and, but man, she's a rock star now. So yeah. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about her, her progress too. But yeah, she had just had uh knee surgery. And Oh, the other good part to her knee surgery story is, so the doctor tells her like on the 23rd, well, your blood counts are off and this, this, I'll come back and see you in a couple of days. And my wife's like, mm, today's December 23rd. And he's like, yeah, unfortunately, the German doctor. So she also had to have it on, on the economy. She didn't have it on base. She had it with the German in the German hospital. Well, the guy comes, another doctor comes in who's filling in because of the holiday. He runs the same test. You know, he runs tests the next day and he goes, okay, well, you can go home. So she got released on Christmas Eve afternoon to come home to spend Christmas here. Yeah. So then I had to get, you know, I had uh, Sarah help me like put on a thing for her. And yeah, we, we did it up big. The tree and everything was up before she wow. went to the hospital. But yeah, man, like I had to clean the house, man. I had honey do list that I hadn't done. Cause I was like, <laughs> oh, she ain't getting out. I got some days. So yeah. So that was December. So now I think we can move through January. <laughs> well, no, no, we got to go back to December. Cause that's when I found out that uh, I was going to have to move again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so if we back it up, we'll back things up. Um, I was in, I was in Korea for 2019, 2020. I get back. I have to move my family in 2020. It was uh February, 2020. I moved my family from Campbell to Carson. So Tennessee to Colorado. Then I go away and all that stuff. And then I find out in December, Oh, Hey, look, you've made the list to go to the Sergeant Majors Academy. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome! I'm great. I'm, I'm I'm actually happy about it. But I got to move my family again. So then yes. we we realize that we have to move from Colorado to El Paso. It's only about 600 miles. Not too bad, but it's still uh, we still own too much stuff, and I hate packing. But uh, but yeah, de- in December, um, a lot of things happen for you and I. You were prepping. Yeah. I mean, your wife. I think we were wife, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I was on uh, comedy then, with her for i was on leave with her for a couple weeks to try to take care of her like you know if you anybody who's had knee surgery knows like you can't shower on your own you can't you can't climb stairs you can't there was so much she couldn't do like you know and and of course it you know then there's the emotion tied to it right but i had to be here for her so kept me quite busy but i still got to go to the gym every morning she knew (laughs) she knew i was abandoning her to go to the gym yeah, it's your sanity. Here, here's yeah. everything you need around you. I'm going for an hour or two. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and that's. I, th- I think it was in your vows, though. Uh, sickness and health, right? Somewhere in there. It's in there somewhere. I think. <laughs> somewhere in there, you know. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's man. That's something else, brother. Um, but in December, also, I figured out I will have to stay in at least for five more years. So that is that. I'm at 22 <laughs> now. So. That's 27. So if anything, the army's got me until probably 28 years. So, uh, so I got some time, I got some time to uh, waste in the army. I, I, of course I've said it once. I'll say a hundred times. I love my job. 
I'll keep doing it. So yeah. until I don't love it anymore, then I'll stop doing it. Um, so we'll go into January. January, you get promoted. Um, you get you come master sergeant. Um, prepping my family for our big move. Let's see what else happened in the January February time frame. I can't. I'm. I'm I think it was just a lot of hustle and bustle uh, for us on this side. Uh, yeah. We didn't have a lot of. We, they started opening things up here around that time. I want to say, I want to say January, February, they started opening things back up at Carson, especially. Um, and really I want to say nothing big happened to me during that time frame. It was just work, 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 work. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it felt like my weekends were to my family. Uh, my weekdays were to my, was to my mistress, otherwise known as my, my organization is that's what it was to me, you know, uh, my friend, Michelle used to call, <laughs> that's a way to Michelle used to call this one. She used to call this one, my mistress. She called it Nakoa, uh, and Nicoa. how she doesn't like her, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, and Hey, you also graduated if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh, yeah, not in January, but a little bit more into the spring. Yeah. I finished, finally finished my bachelor's, but I spent a lot of January yeah. and February writing my 30 page paper. <laughs> yeah. 30 pages. Yeah. But the, the structure of the course was actually really That's nice it. because it was like, you know, you, this, this date, you know, pages one through seven are due this date pages eight yeah. through this are due. So you, it lets you build real nice. I end up writing this like long lengthy paper, uh, examining the leadership of general George S. Patton, Irwin, Field Marshal Irvin Rommel and Field Marshal Bernard Montgomery and uh, deep diving their emotional intelligence, their uh, leadership philosophy and their leadership styles and doing like a compare and kind of show that despite their perspectives on the war, they very similar leaders overall. I was wrong, but that's still kind uh, of the angle I took. <laughs> yeah, so uh, finally, they, man, finally yeah, finished. Finally that thing. done. You got yeah. So, are there any plans to uh, go for the next level or what? Well, so once again, my lovely army has let me down. Uh, so I was not receiving tuition assistance because I had to pay all my pocket because I had used up all my credits. Right. So, if you remember back right. in like February. The army took down the current education site and they put up the new one, mm-hmm. but the yep. new one did not function mm-hmm. properly for tuition assistance. So they did an exception to policy to allow you to get tuition assistance while they get it corrected. Well, that only counts if you're already receiving tuition assistance. It does not count if you are currently not getting it and you need to re-enroll. So I called the education center and the young lady told me this and I said, you are ruining my day. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I said, Oh, uh, so uh, to date, the army has not got the system up and running yet. And uh, I cannot enroll in classes oh, to man. start my master's degree in military history with a focus in world war two. But I need 11 classes, oh, 11, man. just 11 classes and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So I am going. No, to finish, and it's not. Yeah, it's, but, it's not. Yep. Yeah. People, people will tell you. I mean, I think a bachelor's degree was actually harder than master's to me. Yeah, it I'm was hoping. like the amount that you have to put into it. 
Um, The level of work that you're supposed to be at, I think that's tougher. However, how long it takes and all that stuff, a bachelor's is much tougher to me. Um, It's April. I just finished uh, April. I just finished my second master's, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, I'm done. Yeah, I I thought about. I thought about moving forward. What's that? Yeah, see, see what you said there. Um, I, I've got my eye on uh, on a particular doctorate. Uh, it's in strategic <laughs> leadership, uh, but I'm still kind of. I want to do th- what I'm doing now. Like so, obviously, April we started the move to Fort Bliss, yeah. uh, and which we're we're here now. So we're on our next duty station, third duty station in in two years, pretty much. <laughs> if you could you could say it that way. Um, but I got here. I got here early because I'm an international student sponsor. Uh, that's how come I got to come early because the class doesn't start until August. Yeah. But that's when the class starts is August. So uh, with that being said, I want to get a feel for what the class is like, the workload, everything that's going to go into it before I start committing to something else additional to it. Right. You know, as a first sergeant, I knew I knew what my job was. I know how to do my job. I knew how to make my time work with the school and stuff. This I don't know yet. This is an unknown to me. So I yeah. want to I want to feel comfortable of the known before I you know go too far. So yeah, there could be a doctor in the future, um, but I'm not sure right now. Uh, right now, I'm enjoying my time. Uh, I I have a lot of free time in a sense right now because <laughs> yeah. class hasn't started yet. The only thing I, I'm uh, an international student for a uh, Saudi Arabian student, uh, yeah. and he he's here. His family's not here yet, but they'll be coming. Um, and I've gotten to know him. Great guy. I love the dude to death. He's he's also an aviation guy. Um, uh, don't so hold it against him. No, I won't. I won't. It's funny because he's he's a proper rotor guy. So in our world, um, he would be like in a shop platoon, and I totally understand his mentality on things. And I can tell he's a uh, he's a he's a good dude. Like he he communicates well with me. Um, he, he's very structured. Like he, he is like, okay, this is a task I got to do. I get it done. I do this. So I'm like, I like that. I think that's going to make things a little easier because he and I, the way they explain it, he and I will be merged into the same class all year. Like we'll be in the same classroom. We not, may not sit right beside each other, but we'll be in the mm-hmm. same classroom all year. We'll never. So if you remember when we changed the, uh, we changed the new POI and stuff for, for BLC, yeah, they did this rotation thing, right? I made up this whole thing where we could, you you wouldn't be in the same class with the same two people more than one segment. It's the same here. So we'll start off in our core group, and then as we each semester we'll transfer. It'll all get shuffled up. However, if I'm with him, I'll always be with him the entire time. So that's kind of cool. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, but. The good thing is, is, uh, you know, we made that move. So I got my, I got my second master's in April. We made the move in May. Um, we got here, we arrived here, um, back around the 5th of May. And then was it fifth? Yeah. Was it fifth? It was either the fourth or the fifth. I can't remember. Um, we only stayed a couple days in the hotel. We weren't supposed to get our house until like the 10th, the following week. Uh, I happened to be here. I, I told Michelle, hey, let's go drive by the place and see what it looks like. And we drove by. It was in the middle of the day, usually when the workers are um, they're redoing the houses. And there was nothing here. I was like, hey, I'm going to send that. So I sent the lady uh, that works at the housing office. I sent her an email and said, hey, just let you know I'm in town. If you, know, you guys say, hey, you can move in early, 
I'm cool with that. Uh, we'll be able to, we'll do everything. I got, I get, she calls me like she probably didn't. I probably sent the email 15 minutes later. I get a phone call. She's like, Hey, Mr. Weber, uh, I just want to let you know your house is available. If you'd like to get it today, I'm thinking, heck yeah, save me some money because yeah. I'd already used my, I'd already used my 10 days of hotel stay, you know, cause the army pays for you 10 days. Yeah. I'd already used that. I mean, that was my last day. So we signed for the place and we moved into it the next day. Uh, so that was kind of <laughs> cool. Um, transitioning though, it was, you know, getting our stuff. Um, yeah. that was, this is the first time, uh, Ed, I would tell you, I've had the army move me only twice. This is my second time. The army's moved me. Uh, and usually I do a Diddy move. And so they moved me. And this is the first time I actually have to do like a file a claim, man, because they, they broke my couch, bro. Like my nice oh. leather couch. They broke the, like the, the support beam. It broke. Yeah. I don't, I, I think maybe they packed it in and they just put a bunch of heavy stuff on it. It broke. So I got to do a claim Our our microwave. It came out like the guy's lifting out. It was wrapped in something he's lifting out and you can hear it going. The glass on our microwave busted it man. out. Um, yeah, I was just like, it was just, you know, I'm not saying it was a horrible experience because things happen, right? Um, yeah. It just sucked. And I actually had to, cl- I have to do a claim. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, things went great. We made a move. We're here. Our kids are in the school here. They're only going to be in school for like another week and a half. And then they get out of school for summer. Uh, but hot, bro. Yeah. Have you ever been, that, have you ever been to Bliss? No. Is that why you're doing them short runs? Oh yeah, that, oh, that's part of my train. Like that's part of my training program that I'm I'm, I'm running with right now. The 800 meter runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I said, oh, no, he's, just just he's trying to get that heat, get used to it. <laughs> no, but I was yeah. a so. I mean, I'm it isn't as hot, but I'm familiar with that Texas heat. <laughs> I told I told Michelle. I looked at Michelle. I said, "Hey, Fort Bliss is just like Afghanistan. It's like being in freaking Bagram again. The mm-hmm. mountains are out there. The sun, there's the sun is beating down on you. Every once in a while, you get a sandstorm. You never see rain. Um, like right now, I'm looking on my phone right now. Uh, 85 degrees. It's 907. <laughs> 907 in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know we're supposed to go for a. We're going to go do a scenic walk today. Uh, they have this uh, here here um, over on the mountain. There's a. It's called Scenic Road. And they close the road until one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so once we're done recording, we're going to get in the car. We're going to drive over and we're going to do a little walk with our kids because we like to get out on the weekends and like enjoy things like that together. Uh, but, bro, it is so freaking hot. I worked out the other day. Um, I was on a skier, uh, my, uh, my, my rower, and I pulled it out a little bit. And I was like, crap, I got two fans blowing directly on me. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm drenched in sweat. It's almost like somebody yeah, took this bottle good. of water and dumped it over <laughs> me. That's how sweaty I was, I was like, man, this is killing me. But yeah, great place. Uh, so you've moved, I've moved, you've completed some achievements. I completely, mm-hmm. uh, you get promoted. I got slightly to get promoted. Like there's all these things that have taken place in this past year, Ed, um, before we do an overall highlight and we kind of close out this show, is there anything else you want to bring up to kind of say, hey, man, this is one more thing. Let's add that to I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, uh, so, yeah, I've, I mean, it's just been really hectic and busy. And, you know, I told the, the audience about that whole planning thing, and now I'm starting the next one. So they're actually working this one, and I'm planning the next one. I mean, I, I looked at it, Brian, and I have done eight eight countries. No, nine countries. 
in the last since June in the last year. Like nine. You've traveled. Nine, and yeah, for work. Not even personal. Work. <laughs> it's work, man. Um, yeah, yeah it's been crazy. Insane. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you do get a lot of stuff in. You get, I've gotten a lot of stuff done, uh, you know, personally, professionally. Um, my wife, I mean, she yeah. is uh, running around now. She's not, she's riding her bike. She's, I mean, she's six months post op, and uh, she's in physical therapy again because they put her in physical therapy, but it was because it was the German physical therapy. They only paid for so many, you know, sessions. So she's back and she's working yeah. and grinding on on physical therapy and. Uh, yeah, I mean, COVID changed a lot, yeah. and then it just made a lot of things super duper hectic. I felt like, but there's, I mean, I got some positives out of. It. Mm-hmm. I am uh, the gym um, I, since since the leg incident. Uh, I have run outside. Um, well, this week I've run eight straight days now, so not fast runs, but since the leg, I hadn't ran outside like that since 2015. So. Um, so I, I found running again, fell in love with running. So now, now my life is balancing yoga with running, with cycling, with weight training, and then everything else in my life on top of it. So I don't know. COVID helped because you couldn't do nothing else. So you had plenty of time, but now with COVID, you no. know, uh, not gone, but now that things are going back to some level of normalcy, yeah, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, um, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, my wife is super excited. That's, we're one month out right now. And we're going on our first trip since COVID or her first trip since COVID. So taking her to Athens for the weekend. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Athens is so beautiful, man. This will be, this is my third trip, but first one with her. Um, <laughs> I love Athens. <laughs> I love Athens. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope you guys have fun. I, you know, you, you, you brought up the whole, you fell in love with running again. Uh, it's funny because just the other day, uh, on your birthday, uh, you guys went out to eat and stuff. And she took a picture of you. You had a beer in your hand, and it was just a happy birthday picture. Yeah. I, I I looked at it and I thought, I thought, man, he is slimming down. I wonder what he's doing. And it's because you're doing all this cardio, man. Like I'm like, he's not as broad as he was. I mean, he still looks good. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yet you look good. All right, well, but stop like, flirting, man. Uh- <laughs> He's lit. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, I gotta buy you dinner first, right? Uh, I was like, I, tell you, I didn't know I what it was. Since one January, I'm down twenty one pounds. Since January first. So what are you weighing in now? Uh I'm sitting right at two fifty five right now. So yeah. No, I was two fifty five once and that I was fat when yeah, I was no. two fifty five. You make well, two fifty five look great. I am that apple, you know, I got to watch and man, I am like my average calories burned is about 1700 a day. So from activity, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, the running thing is great. Oh, just and from activity, it, like your normal day. Yeah. And my wife keeps buying me new shoes too. Okay. So that's even better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a shoe addiction. I know, I know you feel my wife will, she'll definitely testify to the fact, why are you buying another pair of shoes? Because I like them. <laughs> I just so, tell her that was no. five more pounds. I should get new shoes for that. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah well, I so. mean, you look at it, man. It has been a crazy year. It, crazy. I mean, not just for us, for other people. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I, 
you were right, Ed. We did bust an hour. We're an hour and seven minutes now. Um, <laughs> I am excited. The fact that we're back on here, we're back to recording. We're going to start doing this stuff again, and uh, we start, you know, sending things out. I don't. I want to get this. I'm going to try to get this published as soon as possible. I think this one will, this one will be out there really quick. Uh, I'll probably do a Facebook Live, just kind of announce, hey, we're back in, we're back in the rhythm again. Hopefully, and we'll, we're we'll see where back. things go. <laughs> yeah, you know, welcome back, right? Um, and I keep thinking, uh, there's a. I can't remember which rap song who sings it. Welcome back. Oh, it's I think Young Jock. Um, and, or it's Jeezy. I think it's Jeezy. No. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to get things rolling and, and uh, to kind of come up with different topics. We will, rec- we will record new stuff, but I have a few old things that I may like trickle in there every once in a while and drop those. But I, it's like, yeah. let's keep it fresh. Let's keep it new. And then we'll see where this uh, this video recording thing goes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll still do our audio, so no matter what. Um, yeah, no. Other than that, I'm, other than that I'm man, hey, face for camera. I don't. I don't have. No. Yeah, oh, you yeah, do. you do. I have a face yeah. for radio. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited to uh, do this and and. Uh, to kind of do stuff to, to, uh, inspire others also maybe, uh, with it, you know, instinctive influencers. We've talked about it a hundred times what it is. And it's like, we got stuck in a rut of doing, of doing our lives and doing what we need to, but we, we weren't able to, you know, and I guarantee we both were doing stuff to help other people other ways, but this is our other way of doing it. And I'm excited to do that again with you. Uh, I have nothing else for the show. Um, I just want people to kind of, Hey, like review rate us all that stuff but yeah. how do they do that ed oh man are you that rusty oh. are you that rusty oh wow yeah well you can like review and rate us on your favorite uh podcast platform whichever one you use that you can find your instinctive influencers on and then you can go to the facebook page and you can look for 101 influencers influencers no uh, 101 influence <laughs> What, 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 give it to me. One, one zero one influence. Yeah. You can go to the Facebook page, one zero one influence, as well as Instagram. You can also find both of us on the Twitter. We haven't been banned from Twitter yet. So you can find us on the Twitter. You oh, I see what you LinkedIn. did there. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And then both yeah. of us are there. So if you just, we, I mean, we appreciate any feedback. I know we're a little, probably a little rusty. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see. We'll get the rust off, Ryan. Yeah. Um, real quick, before we uh, dive out of this, I want to bring up to you, Ed, you know, you brought up your little leg incident. Um, I think we need to visit that at some time in the future. No one, you know, a lot of the people that listen may not know that story, or maybe they do. I don't know. We're going to have to bring that up because I feel like I it was an you've important about part it. of our... I don't think we, they don't know what happened. You know, <laughs> they don't know. So I, mean, I think I in pictures. the future. Yeah. I think maybe that's a, that might be my good news story on one of our episodes. <laughs> that's what it'll be. Yeah. Now uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Hey, the one-on-one influence uh, that's, that's the way you find us on Facebook and try to, you know, leave some feedback on there. Uh, right. And review. I mean, it's easy. Just, just write something out there. If you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. You like something, you want to hear something about something, let us know. Um, I I would definitely say thank you very much for those who listen, watch now. Uh, we'll we'll see you on the next one. Uh I don't have I don't even have a call to action for this one. Okay. I don't have, hey, here's your assignment, do this. 
because I just wanted to kind of get the feel. Let's get back in the round of things. And I hope everyone enjoyed the fact that we're back. That's that was your, you, you know? just gave the call to action. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah, we want our listeners yeah. to, to, to work on getting back in, into some sense of normalcy. What can you do to make your life feel normal yeah. again? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing. I'm here for you, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, hey, with that, Ed, I am I am done with today's show. Yep. I want to thank everyone. Uh, so how did we use? Oh, I remember how we used to end this. Yeah. And I no, you're say and I am. Thank I thank say you very much. You gotta say thank yeah. you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Thank you very much for listening to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. I am Brian. And I am Ed. <laughs> Have a great day. Be a legend. <laughs>